Welcome to Let's Be Real 100%, where we are 100% real about life. We know that life happens and we are here to talk about it. And when I say we, I'm talking about it's all God and little old me. Join us as we jump into our topic today. Good morning, good afternoon, good people. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real. 100% we're 100% real about life, and we're definitely going to talk about it. Again, y'all know me. I'm doing pop-ups, as always. <laughs> just different topics in different scenarios. Um, just to get life stories out and about. Um, I mostly use um, my stories, and then, um, or, you know, things I may have watched or something like that that I might you know, get something out of, um, that I might feel to share. Um, anyway, in the last episode, um, I was talking about how to show love, um, in different situations. Um, and we're talking about, um, showing people with love who go through different situations and, um, in health. Like I was, you know, just being transparent about, um, my story with HIV. Um, the next, this next one, um, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about, which it's a part of life um, as well. Um, well, not for everybody, but the ones who have dealt with it and are dealing with it. Um, and to know, um, again, that you're not alone in this situation um, and how to deal with um, it when it comes about. Um, again, how we show love is through prayer, prayer um, to be that shoulder, to be that ear, to be that one, even, you know, just by being there. Um, because, again, everybody's journey is different. Um, this particular journey is definitely frowned upon by a lot of people, um, especially in the church, unfortunately, when one deals with this particular spirit, um, they're already down to hell. Um, there's no grace, there's no mercy for them. Um and I just don't see I don't see that. Um, I really don't because everybody has an opportunity to come to God. Um, yes we know that blasphemy um is one that will not be forgiven. But if that one has dealt with something in their past or have dealt with um, something recently, and then that spirit just so happens to lay on them and stay there and torture them. Um, they need a safe place to come to and say, I need help. Some people don't know how to ask for help um, because they've been so damned to hell so long that they don't even know what free, they don't even want, um, they don't even want to be, you know, in that safe place because we call the church a hospital. Um, but the church is the main one that's turning them away. Um, the spirit that I'm talking about is, um, we know it's the LBGTQ plus community, um, the ones that are dealing with um, same-sex marriages or, you know, trans life, um, those different spirits. I'm not giving the enemy no way of saying um, it's okay because it's not. It's not okay. Um, it's not okay because God, 
God is definitely not pleased with the spirit at all. Um, but at the same time, um, he does have, he hates the sin. He hates the sin. He despises the sin. But he loves the person um, because he did create us. He created us in his image. And there is a reason why he chose us to be born um, because we have an assignment to spread his love, his grace, and his mercy, um, as stated in the last episode. Um, for me, my story, I don't believe, and I'll be transparent. Uh, forgive me if y'all know me. Forgive me, but this is what this is. Um, this is all about life. And um, I plan to use this platform to... Um, help other people uh, get through certain situations. Um, and it's a therapy for me, um, being able to talk about life situations and, um, you know, you know how it goes. Anyhow, um, my particular story um, is not by being touched by one. I don't, I don't believe I was ever touched by anyone. Um, but my situation was just more so dealing with rejection. Part of um I put a I put I put a particular person in a high in a high high viewpoint. Um was supposed to be there for me, um and they wasn't there for me. Um and I was denied by this person. And I was already dealing with um, a sort of rejection, um, looking for love in all the wrong places, sleeping around with different people, searching for something that that's not there. Um, and I only knew now, well, then, like three years ago, um, that this love that I was searching for was only going to come through God. That's it. That's all. There was no other way of finding it. But then... Even though, yes, I was raised in church. When I say seven days a week, <laughs> pretty much seven days a week because my parents, all four of my parents were, were somewhere, shape, or form in the, um, in the church. Um, and some, you know, of course, prophetess, pastors, preachers, evangelists. I mean, I mean, well, I don't say evangelists twice, but pretty much all down the line of the five folks. Um, within the house, um, and yet I was still searching. Um, yeah, I was still searching. I don't even know how to describe that. I guess if you were a preacher's kid, you would understand. You know, you kind of get, I'm not going to say you get burnt out. Um, you just get to that point where you start to rebel. You start to see your friends going out doing stuff. And you want to do it, you want to enjoy it at least a little bit, you know, a little taste, a little taste here, a little taste there, a little, little everything. Um, and that was me. Um, I wanted to try a little bit of everything. Um, and just rebelled. Um, of course, it started at the age of, what was that, 13-ish. Um, I started just really, truly to rebel against uh guide my parents and everything else that they stood for. Um, but, yeah, um, at this time, I was grown. And I already had two kids, you know, and dealing with rejection, dealing with, you know, 
<laughs> everything that came about. And then, you know, living in the shelter by choice, living in the shelter, um, and this spirit introduced itself to me in the shelter. Um, again, not not even being touched, not um, seducing anyone else um, to be touched or whatever. Um, but it introduced itself to me in the shelter, the first shelter that I was in. And I kind of ran away from it a bit, but then after the enemy played scenarios in my mind, um, stating that men were no good, um, this is what you have to look for in men, um, knowing that this particular person um, or person um, have rejected you and told you what you was going to be, you ain't about, you're not about, you're not going to amount to anything. Pretty much, I haven't heard it all. Um, and this just opened up the door for me, right? So, um, being introduced, um, ended up meeting a young lady. Um, and I don't even really think that this particular young lady um, was quite interested, I guess, in being with another woman or whatever. Um, but unfortunately, um, me and my curiosity and persuasion, you know, uh, things led to a sexual encounter with this particular person. Um, and I don't know if it was the thrill of it all, just to know I was in control. Um, but yeah, it was one of those. And then it just, it it grew like wildfire, a wildfire. Like it just was like, oh yeah, this is what this is what this is. I can do this and go. I'm not bound to nothing. Um, they already said I wasn't gonna be nothing. Let me be. Let me be what you called me. That's pretty much what my mindset was. Um, and I did have a choice um, to turn around because I knew my background was God. I knew my background was you know, how to get back to God in prayer and in reading his word and fasting and all this stuff. I knew this stuff. Like, I'm not giving myself a way out or an excuse of why I did what I did. I knew better. I really did. You know, there's no ways around that. Um, so it was by choice, and the enemy made it. The the situation looked so much better than what it did. So, anyway, years upon years, you know, I, I did... Um, I walked in to a, wasn't a prostitute state, but I was technically sleeping around men and women just to, you know, again, searching, searching and searching for this love, this peace, this something. It had to be something, you know, something that I, I wasn't used to. Um, this, you know, this feeling that I was looking to be filled Knowing that it can be filled by man, we know that there's not it's not possible um, because this void is meant for God and God alone. Uh, but as years pass, um, you know, I get married and you know have you know two more children, thinking everything was okay. No, it wasn't okay. I think the situation made it worse only because not saying I didn't love. Um, I don't love my husband. I'm not. I would never say that because I do. 
but I think this situation made it even worse because I'm yet stuffing this situation, this void with with man, knowing that man cannot, you know, fill this void that I have. And, um, you know, we're married for mm, six years in, and, you know, I decided to leave and do my own thing. I moved out, um, <laughs> fell into bed with women, um, and was willing to marry one um, because it, it just felt the the situation makes it feel so right. The enemy makes it feel like if this is comfort, this is, you know, right. And it's really not. It's just an illusion. Um because you feel like, I guess, women understand women, you know, because we're the same breed. We know these things. Um, we know what what buttons to push and what to say and what to do. Um, and it made it seem so right, but it really was so wrong. But, again, you yet stuff in this void with stuff that, you know, only, again, only God can feel. And with that being said, Two years, uh, two, three years of that life, you know, on top of the years that I had before, you know, searching and searching and searching, yet not knowing, you know, how to fill this void. Um, again, I know better. I know God. I'm in God. I'm, you know, I'm in church. I'm leading. I'm, you know, helping the leaders out in church, doing all of this, hearing the word of God every week. Um, knowing that I know I need to get my right life right at the altar, crying, pleading, you know, asking God to help me um, through this all because I can't do this by myself. There's this this particular spirit we know is that it comes to steal, kill, and destroy, um, and it grabs people people by the throat and not allow them to breathe um, because there's there's literally no way out but through God. And to know that I did have family and to know that I had people that were turning their backs on me um, because I was living this lifestyle and knowing, of course, I know it was wrong, but for you to turn your back on me while I'm going through this situation was not the right idea to do. Um, And not just for me, but the people that are actually dealing with um, the situation as we speak, you know, don't turn your back on these people. You know, they're souls too. Um, they might not look like what you think they should look like. They might not act like or talk like or dress like or whatever the case may be. They might not be like what you want them to be. It's not, they're not always going to be right. But if you give, if you're a Christian, show them love, show them what true love really means. Show them what what's supposed to be in that void that they're trying to fill. You know what I mean? Um, help them clean out the gunk with God on your side, with God's help, with God's authority, with God's glory, with all God's love, grace, and mercy to, to help them get all that gunk out of that hole and also fill it with God and his love and his grace and his mercy, not damning them to hell, 
you know, because they're not, they don't look and, and move and emote like you do, you know, they're not giving the enemy, you know, his flowers or whatever the case may be because we know that spirit is wrong. We know living the lifestyle, same marriages, all that stuff, we know it's wrong. We know it is. Um, but again, some people deal with, you know, uh, molestation at a young age and it, and it, and it's been molded. It's, it was a seed that was planted and has never been rooted up before. You know, if you grow a plant and you keep watering it or you, you know, avoid a weed or whatever, it could be a weed. And a weed going to grow tall, tall, tall until you grab it from the root and it'll never grow again. Sorry for the interruption, but yeah, um, when you're dealing with a weed um, and you have to get it from the root to where it will never uh, grow again. So some people's roots are real deep, and um, some things are, of course, we know that are generational curses as well. Um, so again, be that person that person can come to talk to and point them back to Christ. Point them back to the one that truly loved them in the beginning and to show them and walk them through it until they're able to stand on their own. And also when they're standing on their own, they're going to still need your help to lead and guide them and uh, to stay on that right path. Because, again, that spirit is is truly coming to kill, steal, and destroy and to deceive um, people uh, in life. So, again, show love in Christ. Um, don't damn people to hell um, every time you see them just because they don't look like what you, what, they don't look like what you expect them to look like. Remember, you have a past and somebody has to love you through it all. Um, and also to, um, and, and so and introduce you to Christ. Um, everybody wasn't baptized at, at the age of the womb. Um, you know, so help me by spreading God's love, grace, and his mercy to everyone um, that deal with all kinds of situations. Um, Again, there's a lot of other situations that go on in life, um, and we'll talk about those, but uh, this episode is just for, you know, the people that deal with um, same-sex struggle, um, LBGTQ, ABCDFG community, because it's it's all up and down the line. Um, And again, to be a Christ-like person, show them love. Don't turn them away from the church because the church is meant to be a hospital. It's not what they made it to be now. I don't know what the church is now. Um, But if there are any churches out there um, that are yet looking at the soul and not the person, looking at the soul and not... um, the spirit within the person to help them to get them delivered um, through the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, um, because he is the one that's going to be able to deal with it. Um, Don't deal with these things in your flesh because your flesh, even as a Christ, even as a Christian or Christ, like we are yet still in this flesh and um, without God, we can't, we can't help save a soul. We can't do anything without God. Um, But again, Know that you're not alone if you deal with um, the same-sex attraction or uh, the struggle of it all because that spirit, again, is real. Um, 
And I thank God for God. I thank God for sending his son to die for us on the cross when he did. Um, He bore it all, everything. He looked down all these years on that cross. He looked down and saw me and you. Um, And he just, he, those tears he cried um, was all for us, you know, and for his father to have to turn his back because he couldn't bear the sins of the world, you know. But yet again, we know that he rose again in love. He went down to hell to grab those keys for us and to know that he's still handling those keys um, still says that we have the victory. Um, We're still going to win this thing. We're going to overcome this thing together um, because, again, we can't do this alone. And I pray that we have um, those churches out there, those men of God, those women of God, those mothers, those spiritual mothers and fathers that are out there who are willing to, you know, grab those children, um, young, old, and in between um, who are dealing with certain spirits um, that are willing to go in the trenches and help these people not stay on the pulpit and stay in your suits and your alligator shoes and boots and all these, you know, big houses and binges and all this other stuff. I need, we need people that are actually going to go out there and get grind and dirty, get their hands dirty, smell like the sheep, you know, um, and and be there for these people because, again, they are so, but anyway, I can't beat the dead horse so many times um, over, over and over again, but I just wanted to come on and encourage you all to, again, let you know that God is that one that's going to fill that void um, that you've been trying to fill for so many years. Um, it's not going to happen overnight, you know, um, because it took years and years to fill that void. Um, but if you take that one step to God, take that one step and say, Lord, I surrender. Lord, I need your help. Say that prayer. I don't care if you're by yourself. You know, God hears your prayer. He hears the faintest cry. Those tears that you cried in the middle of the night, like, Lord, please help me. Those tears, he hears those tears. Tears I've learned through my apostle um, who have who have truly helped me um, through this walk as well. Um, that tears is um, a language that God can only understand. You know, somebody might see you, you know, you might be like a crybaby, but you're not. You're crying out to God. Um so know that you're not alone. And again, go find that one that you can make to and um, get you to where you need to be. Um, don't turn away because of that one Christian or so-called Christian, you know, damns you to hell. Don't give up. Don't let them detour you um, from wanting to get your life right. Um, and again, know that we are all here for you. You are not alone. Um, there are many people who have been delivered. I've watched testimonies of the testimony, hear, heard testimony of the testimony about people who have dealt with the same thing. Um, so, yeah, you're not alone. But then again, um, I definitely appreciate you all coming to um, listen to this episode, um, spreading God's love, grace, and his mercy um, the way it's meant to be. Um and I pray that this blesses your soul in one way, shape, or another. Um, and if it reaches the ears of the ones who are dealing with these issues, know that, again, forever and ever, you're not alone. If you can't find that person that's tangible, that you can touch, turn to God. 
turn to God anyway um, because he is there for you. And I hope you guys have a um, the blessed remainder of the week. And I hope to see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Let's Be Real 100% when we're 100% real about life. We hope that you enjoyed the topic today and we hope that you trust God more and more each day. And we hope to see you next week. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good people. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real 100% we're 100% real about life. And we are definitely here to talk about it. Listen, um, this is another pop-up. <laughs> Y'all know how I do. Uh, this is straight up pop-up. Um, because I think I feel like it's easier just to do pop-ups for me instead of trying to schedule a time and write stuff out because I'm a um we call it one that which is uh where you can just speak instead of having like a a uh, write out or whatever. Because um, I don't ever follow it. I'm not a good reader. I mean, I can read, but you know what I'm saying. Y'all know how that go. Anywho, this is just a pop-up. Um, I just wanted to come on here and I um, talk about our concern for our youth. Um, my son came home. Well, we got an email yesterday, me and my mom. Um, if you don't know, my older son says what my mom. She's my, uh, she definitely helped me a lot raising my first child. Um, and I'm eternally grateful lord i really am <laughs> um so anyway my um son came home to my mom and uh, well first of all i we got an email yesterday right my bad we got an email yesterday from the principal or whoever this guy is and um stated you know the school was on a temporary shutdown and um how um you know, he got a lot of calls from the parents and texts or whatever, uh, emails um, stating that the people were concerned because there was fights at the school. And he was like, well, that's not the case. Um, the school is just on a temporary hold, and there was one incident, isolated incident, um, that was caused for medical. And we're like, I called mom, and I was like, what is a temporary hold? What does that even mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know some of these terms. Um, because that's the only school that has these kind of issues. Um, the only time of shutdowns that I've seen or temporary holes is like when the weather hits or something like that. Um, or if they're doing like a, a drill or something. But that's the only time I've ever heard of a temporary hold. But with this particular school, I'm not going to put them on blast. Lord behold, I'm not going to do that. Um, but with this particular school, it happens a lot. You know, they tend to get on holes and, you know, things happen at the school. Like, like what is happening? <laughs> what is happening with the kids, you know? But anyway, um, so he comes home and I guess he shows my mom the video. And she calls me immediately, like, wait a minute. <laughs> that dude lied. The principal, whoever the dude is, lying. He lied to, through his teeth and his fingertips when he typed all that in. Um and I'm like, uh, okay, so when <laughs> when he showed me the video, you know, I watch crime shows all day long. Like I some some stuff just don't bother me. But this particular video, this baby, 
was getting his head beat in. Like, I just, I felt so sorry for this baby. And I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? Why are these kids, they're hyping, they're hyping this fight up. We know how kids do, you know, hey, woo, woo, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can't watch this no more. Um, Because, and then unfortunately, the baby, oh, I keep calling him baby, five senior, I don't know how old the, uh, the baby is, the boy is. But uh, he ended up, um, you know, having a seizure or whatever because, you know, the boy had, had beat him up so bad. Um, and I found out the reason why. I'm not going to put that out there either. But it was something simple. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he technically didn't deserve to get beat up like he did. You know, some people do dumb stuff, you know, unfortunately. But it didn't it didn't it didn't cause for all of that. But my issue is, I mean, because we know fights are gonna happen, and of course, that must not be the only school that had fights. It was other schools, obviously, that had fights. But the thing was, the principal didn't have to lie. You know what I'm saying? Whoever the guy was didn't have to lie and say, "Oh, trying to cover it up," like it was nothing. Like, no, you. This is that crucial that the video hurt my heart like i literally saw the baby soul <laughs> just leave his body because it was it was it was just that bad but i wasn't coming on here just to rant about the fight but just a concern about the kids and how us as parents truly should pay attention to our kids um more um, because the enemy, listen, he don't care how old you are. He really don't. Um, and he's going to take you up out of here. He's going to do his best to snatch you out of here and in every way possible that he can. And I feel like, and I'm probably not the only one who feel that way, but I feel like, you know, he's coming after the youth only because he doesn't, he don't want another generation of believers coming after his kingdom. You know what I mean? And, if he grabs them now while they're young and imprison, they, imprison these kids, I don't care what race they are. We ain't going to talk about race. We, it's all race, um, every single race um, that's out there. You know, he's coming after all of them um, because he don't even look, he doesn't look at color. He don't care. As long as you got blood running in your vein and you were created in the image of um, our Lord and Savior, he coming after you. You know, and he knows the next kingdom, the next generation can t- will tear his kingdom down. We, he already knows he lost, right? So he's going to do whatever he has to do to build his kingdom. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of grown folk in here and a lot of young folks in here. Um, but I feel like as parents and as, you know, administrators and teachers and all the, the people, you know, started from the household, um, the church and everything else, um, I think we should start really truly, you know, paying attention to our children um, when they're going through certain stuff or when you start to see changes in their attitudes and um, and just, I mean, just all kinds of stuff goes on in like child tech when we were young um, once upon a time, right? And we might not dealt we might not have dealt with the things that they deal with 
now uh, it's just more intense. Now it's the same devil, you know, um, but just on a different, you no, know, higher, a higher, I guess, just a higher state. Like it's just, it's more intense now um, because we know that our Lord, it, He's coming back soon. Like in the twinkling line, He'll come back. We don't know the time of the hour that He's coming back. Um, but the way things are going in this world, you can truly see, like, all right, Lord, you know, you coming back, what do I need to do? Like, what do we need to do to prepare ourselves to <clears throat> to be ready when you do come? Um, you know, and us as parents um, with children that, our um, children that are up under us and that God has given us uh, the responsibility to take care of these children, um, we're going to be held accountable for those things. Um, and if we don't teach them and raise them up in the right way, then we actually are going to be held accountable. We know um, the Bible says, you know, you raise up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they want to depart from it. You raise them up in the way they should go, and then, yes, that we know that some children do rebel, because um, I, I just want to speak for me. Um, I know I did. I rebelled, truly. Um, but in the back of my mind and in my heart, there was that urge to know, that, that feeling to know, oh, I know how to get back to God. You know, God, um, I know of God, and I know how to get to him, you know, with prayer and, you know, just talking to him. And if we get our youth to be that way, to know how to come to God, um, in those in situations they don't know how to handle, I believe this next generation that's coming up behind us um, will be will be the army of God um, the way it what, the way it's supposed to be. Um, but again, if you are a parent, if you are a teacher, administrator, or any way they perform of authority figure, um, let's get our youth together. Let's as, as a people of God or, you know, just as a people in general, let's snatch these kids out of Hell's Kitchen. Uh, let's try to help get them by talking to them and get them get them out of the games, get them out of social media, get them out of all this stuff because they're all contaminated. They're all consumed with this. And I'm talking to myself as well because my kids, you know, they're quick to be on the phone with their friends while playing a game, you know how these game systems are now. You know, you could talk to somebody from England, you know, and play the same game, you know, um, or from Tumbuktu or whatever. Um, but that's what they consume their time with now. Um, but when it comes down to, you know, wanting to know God's word and all that stuff, they're not really, you know, they're not really interested because, They've been so consumed and brainwashed with the games and all this other stuff, right? Um, so, again, this is just a pop-up, just being a concern um, for the youth. Um, pray with your kids before they go to school. You know, I used to do that, and I have to start back doing it. Um, pray with them before they go to bed. You know, have different, you know, um, settings. Uh, to where they can they can sit and express their feelings to you, um, having an open door policy or 
an open table because with my kids, like I, I try to have an open door policy with them. Like when they're going through something, like mom, can I talk to you? And when I hear those words, okay, I have to process myself to say, okay, I can't get mad, I can't get angry, um, I can't yell at them and scream because this is what they're this they want. They're actually coming to me to talk to me about something, and while they're talking. I'm praying and I'm processing and I'm asking God, okay, how to handle this, how to process this, because I don't want to beat them all the time or yell at them and scream at them all the time because it's not going to help. All it's going to do is ter- turn them away and they're going to do, they're going to rebel and do what they want to do, right? Um, but if I want to come to them in love and tell them, all right, you know what, the consequences of doing this or give them your best advice or give them how you handle certain situations um, and how to succeed through that. Um, yeah, and, you know, have that open-door policy with them um, so they, they're able to come to you and talk to you about those things. Because um, I don't want this next generation to be lost or get caught up in the jail system or get caught up in, you know, in the graves, you know what I'm saying, and end up in hell you know, before God, you know, because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. Um, so, yeah, let's come together um, as adults, as, as you know, whatever your role is in a child's life, as a grandmother, a parent, a great-grandmother, whoever, aunt, uncle, whatever you are to these youth, um, please let's come together. And let's let's come together and grab them because um, we know that God is coming soon and the enemy is coming for He's coming strong now um, because he knows his time is winding up as well. Um, And he's trying to grab everyone, every person, every child, every grown person, whatever, every every chance he gets. And um, we don't want to be caught slacking um, when he does hit your household or hit you know, the school and all that stuff. Because um, it's crazy because people are pulling their kids out of school, you know. Like, if I didn't have to, if I didn't work from home um, and my job wasn't so, wasn't demanding as much as it is, I would, I would go back to K-12 and homeschool my kids. But I tried that and they failed. They failed tremendously and I failed tremendously. So I didn't want them to fail because I couldn't, you know, do my part. Uh, but while they're in this school district, you know, I continue to pray with them and I teach them how to pray. I tell them, pray when you get on the bus, say your prayers, you know, um, on your way to school and away from school and while you're in school, every chance you get, um, because it's needed. Um, but anyway, on that, all, that whole rant, I just wanted to come on here and just let you know, pray for your children, you know, grab them. If it ain't your child, grab them anyway, you know in prayer, you know, try to grab as many youth and people as much as you can, uh, no matter what the situation is. Let's try to build the kingdom of God. Let let us build the kingdom. I ain't going to say try. Let us build the kingdom of God um, and snatch these kids and people out of hell's kitchen um, because the time is short. So I want to thank y'all again for coming to listen to another episode of Let's Be Real 100%. Um, we're definitely going to be talking about real-life situations. Um, as they come about, because y'all call me the pop-up queen, so I'm going to pop up every single time, um, just to talk about different, uh, situations. Um, 
But again, you know, how to reach me, um, on, you can email me, um, if you want to share your story or any concerns or anything like that, um, beingreal0413 at gmail.com. Reach me on let's be real dot, uh, 100 on Instagram, uh, let's be real on Facebook, um, and you can also reach me on here, um, there, I think there's like polls or something like that, you know, how did you like the episode, how did you feel like it helped you, or whatever the case may be, you can reach me one way or another, um, and if you know me, call me, text me, or whatever, <laughs> um, Anyway, I would love to hear other people's stories. I would love to hear other people's concerns. Um, I would love to have a community that is out here who's really ready to get dirty. Um, and if you want to know what dirty means, go follow me on Instagram. Um, because we went live yesterday and it actually turned out pretty good. I I enjoy doing it. <laughs> I'm trying to get used to. I'm used to being in the background, you know, just talking like I am now, but being my face on the camera, you know what I'm saying, gotta get used to that, you know, because I want everything to coincide together, um, with all, all my topics, so yeah, this is Girl Strong coming at you again with another episode, and I will hope to see y'all next time.